The sooner you fail, the faster you learn. Today, we are connecting design thinking with prototype and how we can use that to collaborate with each other in everyday life. I'm going to be talking about three ways you can create a growth mindset environment. Welcome to The Creativity Cure. My name is Bethany Joy and I'm your host. And this is episode 12. We have been discussing design thinking, a process designers use to create products that are backed by research and evidence. We started with empathy, we defined our problems, we ideated solutions and discussed the importance of prototyping our ideas so they don't stay fantasies. This series has been about adapting a growth mindset to overcome challenges. I believe in the world we live in today, we need our creativity to thrive. Today, I'm going to be talking about three ways you can be the person who encourages an environment for growth mindset. This is easier said than done because anything new takes work. I'm putting that out there because I don't want you to get frustrated if you feel like you hear these three qualities and you're comparing yourself and saying, well, I'm not there yet. The point isn't to compare yourself, but to think of ways you can include them in your everyday life. The first of these three ways we can invite growth mindset, and especially when we're thinking about prototyping, which is about quickly testing ideas, is first, fail fast and fail often. Um, I want to talk about how we have to build a tolerance to other people failing. When we see others fail around us, I feel a lot of emotions. We can feel a lot of emotions. We can feel pity, embarrassment, frustration, even anger, to name a few. And if we want to encourage growth mindset in those around us, we have to accept that missing the mark is a vital part of learning. We need patience. We can't force others to have growth mindset and to see that when they mess up that, hey, it's part of learning. It's part of trying something new. But we can offer encouragement and we can help people to overcome that feeling of shame when they try out an idea, they try out, you know, your friends, they might try out something, it doesn't work. We don't have to shame them. We don't have to make them feel embarrassed for not being impressive or not being able to come back and say it went perfectly. There's a popular reel going around and it talks about the stages of telling people you own a business. And it starts with the cringe stage. And I've been there. You put your idea, your baby out in the world and it gets ignored or laughed at or maybe only your mom and her friends purchase your first product. And it's hard to fight the thought of why bother trying? It's embarrassing. Um, But as a friend from the outside, you can help someone with those thoughts by being truthful. No one wants to be lied to. So we know when we don't do well. We know when we have messed up. But you can help encourage your friends and your loved ones that they are capable by recognizing what is true and encouraging them to take note of what they learned. One way to do this is to ask questions. My approach is always to comfort someone first. And then if they are open to it, ask questions like, well, what did you learn? I noticed you felt frustrated. It didn't go the way you wanted. Um, Ask how they feel about it. Ask if they learned anything useful. 
including something they may not want to do. Um, and also notice what, what went well, even if a lot of elements of their idea didn't go well. The second thing we can do to encourage growth mindset is to encourage people's strengths and, and to do this by not solving their problems for them. Right now, my two-year-old daughter insists on doing everything herself. And while she still needs help in her everyday life, she's learning independence and she wants to feel capable. And as a parent, even though I can easily do those things for her, I'm helping her more when I encourage her when she's frustrated and she wants to stop trying something new. I'm starting to believe that many of the things we think we leave in childhood, we don't. I think that there are some things that are just part of being human that change and look different as it's expressed in adulthood, but in some ways is still something we just have always dealt with. And I think one of those things is wanting to prove you can do it alone. We can encourage and believe in others by not solving their problems, but standing beside them as they work to solve their own problems. Choosing to love and encourage someone who's attempting to solve their own problem, even if you seem to see an obvious solution, is a great way to help them actually grow into someone who's capable of handling difficulty. You can do this by asking how you can help them and honoring their choice when they ask for help. You can do this by asking if they need an extra set of hands. Maybe they just want you to listen to them. Maybe they just need comfort through the frustration or laughter to take the edge off. Walk beside your friends, but don't rob them of the chance to grow and believe in their abilities by jumping in to solve every problem for them. Finally, my third tip on how we can encourage growth mindset amongst our friends and family is I like to think of the phrase, what is watered grows? And by that, I mean that what you focus on is what gets larger. Um, I repeat this saying to myself when I'm not sure why things aren't working. I say what I water grows. This means to me that when I spend my energy on what I invest time in and what I think about, that's where my life goes. The same way I can look at my bank account and understand what I care about is also the same way I can look at the results of my choices and the consequences of where I am. I think that it's important to remember this because when you face a lot of failure in attempting to do something, you can sometimes get caught up on the idea that you're just a failure. And as you water that thought, it grows, it becomes real. But if you focus on what you could control about the situation, whatever you attempted, maybe where you see some issues and you look at it really to learn from it, and then you go back and you take new action steps to improve, that is what you're watering and that's what will grow. So the way we can do this with our friends is we can listen to their fr frustrations and empathize. Sometimes you need a safe place to express your frustration with life. If they're open to conversation, you can also encourage them to stay focused on their goal instead of staying focused on the fact that things didn't go the way they planned. You can help them by asking them what those goals are, how they measured them, and how they feel about their plan. 
You can also let them know it's okay to change your path and keep your goal. Sometimes we get committed to a path that's not working and we might need to take a different path to the same goal. It's also okay to take a break and strategize. Change is normal. Having good and bad days is normal too. So practicing appreciation when they work to improve, appreciating when they're determined even though things didn't go as planned, and appreciating their tenacity and hard work can go a long way to help someone stay in the fight of achieving their goal. If we want to build a community of strong, creative problem solvers, we have to be the kind of people who honor the process of learning and creativity. In the business world, experimenting and trying new things can be thought of as a waste when things don't succeed. Our relationships and communities go beyond business. Our families outlast jobs. How we grow together matters and being kind, honest, and supportive will encourage and strengthen those around you to not give up. Those are my three tips today. Look for opportunities where you can encourage someone to not give up. Thank you for listening to The Creativity Cure. What do you think are great ways to support those who are in their own journey to success? Tell me by following Bethany J Photography or visiting bethanyjphotography.com. I think that was like the at sign. I'm on Instagram as Bethany J Photography. You can share your story and get exclusives by joining Seen and Celebrated, my weekly newsletter. And I want to thank you again for listening to my little snippet of a podcast today. Um, I will see you in two weeks when we wrap up this series with the final two episodes by talking about the final design stage, which is testing. My name is Bethany Joy, and I have been your host of The Creativity Cure. This has been episode 12. Have a good day.